Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Meteorologist Ed Russo here. And meteorologist Tom Russell here. Always great to catch up with you. And thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, weather getting pretty interesting here as we get into some warmer weather. Uh, this week, though, we are celebrating, uh, I don't know if celebrating is the right word, we are doing a severe weather <laughs> awareness week, and uh, we kind of coincided with the National Weather Service, they do it the same week, but uh, kind of our own twist on it, so uh, meteorologist uh, Steve Knight and, and Ed and me each uh, kind of took a different aspect of things and tried to flesh out some some information, so for example, Ed, you did a great piece on on watch versus warning. Uh, it was tornado specific, but, you know, sim simple things that we take for granted because we talk about them all the time may not be top of mind for everybody. So I, I thought that was an important one that you did. Yeah. So um, the, uh, the watch and the warning, obviously, because people get confused, you can't hit, hit home flash flooding enough because we say yeah. turn around, don't drown. And then the very next day we have a flooding situation. <laughs> We see well, vehicles in high water, you know, so it's I think I think that's a real psychological one because we, we have these fancy cars and most of us are have an SUV of some kind and we think we, we can just get through anything. And it's just that whole mentality. It's not yeah. going to happen to me. And it always does. We always show video. There's always somebody. I mean, how many times have we shown video near the farm show uh, Cameron? Uh, Cameron Street there and just somebody's driving through water and they'll do it like in a Mercedes-Benz or a BMW. <laughs> like yeah, a I know. No, what are you I know. doing? You, you know, uh, one of our reporters last year, um, I think during Ida, Samantha oh, Mork, yeah. she was doing, she was doing, a, she was, the, her whole live shot revolved around, it was a great live shot, extremely informative. It was well done. But it was happening in real time. This guy was going to pull it. And she's like, you sure you're going to do that? And he's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. So she was literally talking about not, do not cross flooded roadways. And right. here you have is a prime example of somebody doing just that. So the, it, it was, it was perfect timing in a twisted way. Yep. Because you were seeing the example happen before your eyes. But yeah. It's just fascinating. Uh, so we're headed into our severe season. And that's why we like to do a severe weather week here in, in April. Um, so we really need to be on the lookout for some strong thunderstorms. We've already seen a very active season through the South. Um, so for us, it generally happens a little bit later in that May to June to even mm -hmm. July category. And last year we had a lot of action. We didn't have it early on, but boy, once severe season got going, there was always, uh, I mean, how many times did we do, uh, we were in the enhanced threat each yep. day, you Quite. know, a lot last year. So right. we have to be ready. And you know, here's a here's a stat I'm going to throw at you. I just I just um, I just learned of this statistic yesterday. As okay. Tom just said, it's been a very active, severe weather season. So, do you know how many tornadoes have touched down in Mississippi so far this year? Just Mississippi. Just Mississippi. I got the number yesterday. Uh, I'll the take official 25. numbers. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Do you want to go higher? Higher? Yes. That's crazy. Thirty-five. 88 no just in mississippi yep just this year yep and they're confirmed they're confirmed wow wow you now that's what what what's the number of uh, the average number of tornadoes that oklahoma gets a year 52 something like that yeah i think it's in the 50s pennsylvania is what 12 16 12 uh, or 16 i think they did yeah the national weather service just came out i think it was 16 for the year is what they should I, I have to look at that stat again, but the person the person that I got to, he's going for his doctorate at Mississippi, at, uh, Mississippi State? Yeah, yeah, wow. he's a real smart guy. Um, uh, I would think they would know. 
Yeah, and he eighty-eight. Yeah, he's actually working on creating a storm, a tornado shelter database. Well, that's the place to do it. Then they've certainly been out of the bullseye because yeah. you know a lot of these storms have have originated in East Texas, Dallas, and eastward. And then uh, it always seems like Mississippi is whether it comes from the south or the north a little bit. Uh, it always seems that Mississippi is in the in the crosshairs this year. Yeah, Mississippi especially, Alabama. Those are just you know just yeah, but yeah, very Mi active Mississippi especially. So. So that's so yeah, season, it's an active start. Yeah, and, and that season, if you if you kind of think of a map of the U.S., it just migrates northward as the warm season comes. So for us, that's why it tends to be a little bit later, you know, later May, June, July, and uh, I think we have to be ready because they've been that active, and uh, we're likely to do the same. Yeah, and we don't really get into the heart of ours until May, May and right. June. So yep, um, and we've already had a couple of days where we've had some you know strong thunderstorms. Um, so, you know, we're, we are get, transitioning into that season. And, and I know we're talking about severe weather this week because it's Severe Weather Awareness Week. It's kind of still hard to believe that we had snow several <laughs> inches across parts of parts of central PA, especially Franklin County. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, what was it? Laporte? Is that the one uh, town that we showed video the other night? Uh, it was like eight or nine inches. It's crazy. Hey, wait, crazy. eight or nine inches in Franklin? No, no, no. I was in uh, Laporte, uh, Sullivan County, I think it was. Oh, Sullivan County. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was great. But Franklin had a good three or four inches. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you remember like South Mountain. Right. Um, people think, oh, you're not going to get into the mountains until you get to Bedford or Fulton County. But South uh -huh. Mountain is at the north end of the Blue Ridge. So you've right. got elevations there that are over 2,000 feet. And this was very elevation dependent as we uh, obviously yeah. were, were colder yeah. a little longer. Uh, so, Ed, let me throw this at you. Does that count as winter snowfall? It's seasonal snowfall, right? I would think, it, yeah, because I, I think the, uh, I think the technically the, um, the winter, the 2021-2022 winter season goes from July 1st through June 30th, right? I think so. And then it resets to July 1, so I think you're right. Yeah, because you're talking about the first half of the year, right? I mean, we, we've had we've had a we've had trace or flurries yeah. in May, haven't we? Yeah, the latest on record that I saw is May third with the tra with the trace. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's. So, nice. <laughs> well, hey, I'm proud that we did say in our winter weather forecast that winter was going to hang on; it was going to linger, and it certainly has. And oh, we got a lot of those mixed bag type events, so I think we really. Yeah, I, I, I think felt it pretty was, good about it. I, I I feel pretty good about it too. Um. You know, the winter wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It just, the, the cool season just did not, just is not stopping. Not stopping. And that's why I want to lean into it. It looks cold again at the end of April. So depending on when you're listening to this, uh, you know, as we get into April 27th, 28th, it's going to be highs in the 50s, lows in the 30s. That's March yeah. kind of stuff. I know. So I know. It, it definitely hangs on. And then there's some indications that it lingers into the first half of May, slightly cooler than average. And that right. would be very unusual. You know, we're coming off, I think, four or five above average summer. So we're really due for a cooler summer. But I can't see this lasting into the summer months. Can you? No, no. I think, you know, we flip. We usually flip the script permanently around mid-May. You're safe. Yeah. After Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. Mother's yeah Day. So yeah. I'm I'm. Uh, I have a I have a little trip to Annapolis next week with my girlfriend. Ooh, very nice. And she she keeps asking me. She says, "So what's the weather going to be like?" <laughs> you know. And and at the beginning of April, you know, I I, I say, you know, it looks like we're finally going to get into more persistent spring-like weather. 
And then you get these little like sneaky fronts that come through that cool you down big time for a couple of days. And it looks like we're going to see one right around that time. We're going to be down there. So it it really does. You're going to Annapolis. I have, uh, I go with the Corvette club to Pocono where we, we take our cars out on the track and temperatures are a key thing to grip with your, your tires. So the guys always want to know about, you know, temperature and it takes a lot longer for those tires to warm up when, you know, it's sitting at 52, 53 degrees, which it easily could do with the Poconos. Um, and then if you throw a couple of rain showers on top of that or, or snow flurries, God forbid, <laughs> it makes for a very unique driving experience. Oh, that's interesting. You never, I never think about temperature when it comes to that, but wow. It, it's everything because those tires yeah. take longer to heat up or uh, depending on what kind of tire you're using. Uh, it, it makes a huge difference. So it does look pretty chilly here at the end of April into into May. And you never know, you know, even 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 like you know the second week of May, we still can get like a little cool snap. So oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So we're still a few weeks out yet from where we usually turn the the, the tide for good. Um, All right. Let's uh, yeah. look ahead. Uh, our friends out at Colorado State came out with their hurricane prediction, and the hurricane season, which begins June first once again, looks well above average. And the main reason for that is another uh, fairly strong to moderate or moderate to strong La Nina, which is what, you know, kept us pretty active last season as well. So you've seen the same. It's like the third year in a row of this. It does seem like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Third, third year in a row of, yeah, you get active. the, you get this persistent severe weather across the South the following summer, you get the, the hurricanes. Right. So yeah, it does. It does look like that. And it, and in general, when with a La Nina winter, or La Nina summer, whatever, uh, we really do see the the same kind of events unfold. Not necessarily to the same degree, but it's the same kind of theme. So so when you look at a teleconnection like La Nina or El Nino, we we do have pretty good confidence on whether it's going to be above or below normal, depending on what variable you're looking at. In this case, hurricanes. It does look like right. it's going to be. A, uh, more active season and not just active but well above uh normal is what the uh the forecast was so uh average is like uh what 12 uh 12 6 and 3 something like that so 12 named storms six hurricanes and they're talking more like 15 9 and and 4 so uh it would definitely be a very active season and the seasonal averages came up last year didn't they Yes, they bumped those up based on the the rolling average. So, but as you and I always argue, they're always naming stuff that perhaps shouldn't get named. So that always uh, factors in. But there's definitely I know, and you know, it's and it's it always goes back to you know people try to pick out their um, whenever you have an opinion on this, people think that they try to tie it into what you probably think with respect to climate change, right? And it's not necessarily about that. It's just, I mean, it could be, but at the same time, you're, what, what am I trying to say here? Let me rephrase. <laughs> not <laughs> sure where you're going, but go ahead. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. Ed Russo, take two. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Ed Russo, take two. Can't do this on live TV. Um, but anyways, uh, man, I just completely lost my train of thought. All right. So we're talking about uh, La Nina being a factor here. And, you know, it definitely gets enveloped into the climate change. Everything's more active. Everything's worse argument. So I right. think your, po- your point was along those lines. That- yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I remember where I was going. So it's not like, it, it's not like this shouldn't be a discussion. I feel like 
oh no, no, the, the, it's named, we, we shouldn't discuss it not being named, it should absolutely be named, like, well, should it? Because the definition of a tropical system, there's certain meteorological uh, yeah. things that have to be met. Thresholds, and yeah. Thresholds, and it's like the thresholds are getting a little bit more foggy. Right. Well, and, 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 and they're easier to attain some name, like you get this little swirl off of the coast of Africa or even Europe that isn't even necessarily purely tropical in nature and it right. gets named and we call that subtropical. So, you know, in recent years, we've been naming storms subtropical. We never used to name subtropical that, storms. So that, that happened in 2004. That's when they started naming tropical, yeah. uh, subtropical. So obviously, and since 2004, there the is definitely, there, there, the, the number of named storms is going up. So of course yeah. it's gonna happen if we have another uh, whole subset where storms are allowed to be named right so that's so what said, i was trying to say so this is an important discussion because you're kind of mixing up climatological records it, well, that's apples it and oranges the really, whole yeah. thing right yeah so it right. is a legitimate discussion to have and i know it's obviously become very politicized but it really has to be kind of a science discussion rather than a political one but yeah but we can't have luck, those anymore apparently. good luck with that these days <laughs> well i think the bottom line for us is one of the things the weather service uh, has been working on the last couple of years is the inland threat of hurricanes. So a lot of times in Pennsylvania, we just kind of blow it off and say, oh, that's something for people who live along the coast or whatever. But our biggest uh, floodings happen as remnants of tropical storms move through. This is the, the 50th anniversary of Agnes coming up in June. And uh, that's what that was, a tropical system that came up uh, from the south and just kind of parked itself over uh, the Susquehanna Valley and bam. We flooded big time. That was 1972. So we have to respect these storms no matter where they are, because eventually they can find the way, their way inland. Yeah. And if you're ever over in the Marietta area, in Lancaster County, they have really cool markers on where the Susquehanna came up to. Oh, yeah. During, yeah. during Agnes. Yep. I've seen during that. Agnes. So that's a yeah. if you're like a history person and you love weather history, that's a fascinating place to go. Yep. You're right. It's amazing how high that came up. I know it's unbelievable. Well, nice to catch up with you, my friend. We got lots to look forward to as uh, hopefully we'll get the warmer weather here to stay and then we'll be on our toes for any severe weather. But we encourage you to uh, go to CBS21.com. All of our severe weather uh, week uh, information pieces that we did, those stories that we did are all right there. If you just click weather, uh, you'll find them. And I think our favorite, Ed, is uh, you came over to the house and, and try to do pet safety you want to explain that one real quick yeah so um we all you know hopefully know what to do with a tornado warning now is you get to the basement or you're at the lowest floor as soon as possible so hmm. the big thing here is that's not the time to be gathering up pets and you know people should head down to the basement but pets should already be there Right. Because you don't want to be scooping them around. You need they'd already need to be in yes. place. When a storm is coming, cats and dogs, especially dogs, are stressed. You know, mm -hmm. they 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 pant, especially dogs. Some yep. dogs have to have a thunder vest to keep them calmer. Right. Um, so whenever there's a storm coming, they're already going to be stressed out. And if you are not prepared and you're looking for them or you're stressed trying to find them out trying to find them, they're going to read your stress and they're going to get even more stressed. Yep. So, so you're not, just, you're not doing them any favors by keeping them with you in a case like that. Right. You know, so you want to, you know, you know, confine them to a bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have a crate, 
just make sure it's the interior room on the lowest floor, it, it, you know, right. put, them, put them in a crate if you can. I mean, that's Coca and Cola. They went right in. You know? <laughs> yeah. So if you want to check out that video, it's also at CBS21.com. And uh, Ed, you did a great job putting that together. So yeah. And you, they, I think they knew what you were doing. I think you've trained them before. <laughs> now, Mika, your cat. Mika, <laughs> we couldn't find the cat. That, yeah. Well, that, 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 that was further proof that, you yeah. know, they you know, take care of that we, ahead of time. Yep. And you, you had, so we were looking, I was over for your house for about an hour. We right. obviously had the dogs in sight at all times because they were following us around. Right. But Mika, uh, you thought she actually. I you, know. I looked outside. I was afraid she got out when you guys were bringing the cameras in or whatever. Yeah. Um, you were, Mika was so well, well hidden that you were concerned that she actually escaped. That's how well she was hiding. And, and you know, I don't have like a big house so it's hard to hide but somehow she has her own place and i don't know where it is <laughs> so you so you have you still have no idea where she went no because she after you left and things calmed down then she came out but that's you know it just proves your point that you need to take care of business ahead of time put those uh put your pets in a safe place before the storm gets there yeah absolutely so just an important minder don't pets are often overlooked obviously don't forget about them because they're just like family Oh, my gosh, yes. All right, my friend, thanks for uh, catching up, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Okay. All right, you're listening to It's Raining Mets.